Hi, ladies. This is Mary Donnelly, and I'm here again. Uh, this time I'm sitting with Diane Arsenal. And many of you know Diane, but there's some of you here that don't know her um, or might have seen her at church but really don't know her, know her. So Diane, for those of you who don't know, she um, runs the Learning Center there. That's part of Crossing Life Church. She also has been the person that's been running the Women's Encounters and more recently has been asked to be the director of Base Camp and Events. On a personal level, Diane has four grown children and 11 grandchildren, and one of them uh, she's been raising since he was a baby. So she's a single grandmother raising one of her grandchildren. And so on so many levels, I've gotten to know Diane over the years, and on so many levels, she um, has been such an example to me as a mentor and as a woman and, you know, leader in the church. So, so we're here today and we're going to be talking um, with Diane and asking Diane, for those of you, you know, there's many people that know you and know part of your story. And there's, you know, like we said, there's some that don't, but I would love for the women here today to know more about you because I look at you as such an example and such a role model, but I know that things haven't always been, you know, it's like some of the other women that I've been talking to, life doesn't always go as planned, and yet it's in those places where we really find out who God is and who we are. So I, we would just love to hear your story and your experience and your relationship and walk with God. Well, one of the first things that comes to mind um, is, I guess, a time of great loss, and I would say a crisis. And what I remember it, um, is probably one of the dark nights of the soul mm -hmm. period for me. And that was when I became divorced after 35 years. Wow. And knowing this, being with the same man for almost 40, but um, it was really devastating to me because I never thought that would happen. Right. My life never believed that I would become a statistic of being a divorced woman because... Mm -hmm. Marriage was everything to me. Right. Um, but when it happened, it just it just devastated me. My world was turned upside down. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the emotions I dealt with was um, failure, yeah. um, shame, um, great loss. I lost my home. Mm. I, lo I lost my husband, okay? I lost right. my home. I believe for a time I lost my children. Yeah, because their life was turned upside down. No matter how old you are, right? You know, when your parents something happens, oh, yeah. it affects them. Yeah. So, but in the midst of it all, um, I lost me. I yeah. lost who I was, my identity. It was like because I was always, you know, Steve's wife. I was always my children's mom. I was always um, Mimi. Right. And being in ministry, I was also. Um, leaders and different things, mm -hmm. but because of the divorce, I stepped back for a while. Right. And in that time, the dark night of the soul, I was just totally lost. I felt like I was in a black mm -hmm. hole. Um, I felt like people didn't know how to relate with me. They didn't know what to say to me. They'd yes. look at me and go, oh, you know, hi, Diane. How yeah. are you? And yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. You know, I'm mm -hmm. fine. The famous, I'm fine. I'm doing well. And, um... But every night, I'd cry myself to sleep. I, I'd literally, at times, bang my head off the wall because 
it was so hard. Right. And like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And um, where am I going to go? So I ended up going to my sister's because yeah. I had Caleb. So it, was Caleb. it wasn't just about me. It was about my grandson, Caleb, too. And I went and stayed with my sister for a while. God provided. Wow. And then um, that didn't work out for, uh, because of situations with her. And then God provided me where I'm living now. Right. And for those who don't know, Diane lives at the Parsonage. Um, that's right. right beside the Learning Center. Right. And I'm a, I'm a minister at the church, also a licensed minister, so I'm the parsonage minister. Mm -hmm. kind of, that's my... Like the mother of the house. Yeah, <laughs> that's my title, yeah. The mother of the house. Mm -hmm. um, so anyways, my I really, like I said, was stuck in a dark hole. Yeah. I didn't know who I was. It's like I lost everything. I The shame, the failure, the, the rejection, uh, the greatest fear that I had to face was abandonment. Mm, yeah, and it was a real process. It was like a day by day thing because when I did go to the parsonage, I, I mean, I was a mess. Yeah, I was a mess. Um, I had a mini breakdown one yeah. night. I was just screaming and crying. Um, but in the midst of it all, I know it sounds crazy, but in the midst of it all, mm -hmm. God was there. And I knew he was there. I did. I knew that. I right. knew that. I could, but I didn't want. I just didn't want to deal with it. You right. Know? Because right. And I have to, because when God starts talking to you, then you have to listen to him, and then you have to face things, and then you have to push through. And I just didn't have anything in me to do it. Right. I mean, there's a few women I talked to, but even that, nobody can really help you. Yes. Even yeah. words, you know, prayers are powerful, and I, I was so appreciative of the prayers. But nothing at the time can really help you. And yeah. so through the process, um, seeking God, just praying, God, I need, I, I mean, I didn't even have words to say. He just heard the groanings in my heart, the yeah. pain in my heart, and it was just, I was just in shock. Mm -hmm. Not me. Not me. I never would have saw myself. Right, like right. statistic, and... You know, the enemy would come in and start lying and lying and lying. You're no good now. You've been cast aside. Ministry, oh, you're a divorced woman. You yeah. have no worth. You have no value. And I, I allowed the enemy to come in and lie to me, you know, for a time about that. And then finally, um, through the process, you know, just keep seeking God because that's the one thing I can say. I have never, ever not believed he was there. Right. I knew he was there. Right. And then as it it started getting a little bit okay. I got a grip. Yeah, I can do this. Okay, reading my word and trying to get time alone with him mm -hmm. and just praying in the spirit constantly. I mean, just praying because I had no words. Right. And so eventually, through that process, very painful. I mean, I truly learned that he was my everything. He was my anchor. He was. The only one that I could truly trust and know that was going to be there for me. Yeah. He was my he was my husband. He was my father. He was my best friend. He was everything. And uh, through that, he started bringing me into the identity that he wanted me to be a daughter. The daughter. daughter of God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, in that, that's how I started persevering one of my greatest things is persevering you yeah. have to persevere you can't give up it's painful to give yourself a break 
Yeah. Do what you have to do, but you have to persevere. Yeah. When I've, when I've mentored some of my girls, you know, the women, I say, if you're going to fall, fall towards the cross. Mm -hmm. Just keep falling towards the cross. He knows. And I personally experienced that, so I was able to be able to share that with them. Right. That it's not easy, but there's no going back, and there's a reason for everything. And being stripped of everything, you know, the American dream. Sure. Totally, that's what the world says, the American dream. Yeah. But in the midst of everything I went through, there was such a great peace that came. Wow. It, it's kind of like that peace and chaos. Yeah. My head would be spinning and everything, but I felt like he'd take me and hide me into this place of peace and say, you're going to be okay, you're going to mm -hmm. make it. And um, I hung on to that, you know, tie a rope and hang on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that, and that's what I did. And um, and it's been a process, but I am here now, and I'm believing that um, that I am a child of God. I am Amen. a daughter of the King. I am. I do have worth. I do have value. Yes. I have a calling in my life. There is a destiny put in place for me. Yes. That um, I have a lot to offer. A lot to impact women. Yep. Um, and most of it is to, to do what was not given to me when I was young. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have somebody right. imparting to me and, and giving me what I needed to help raise my children yep. and all these different things. And I think that's why it's so important for me now right. when, I, when I'm mentoring. And it's to impart into these young women, to these women, that they're, they're valuable. Yes. That, you know, they're, they're worthy of, you know, what they're doing. God has called them. Yes, it's such a beautiful thing because I think you're speaking to what a lot of women probably struggle and wrestle with, even if they haven't been where you are or haven't gone through what you, you've gone through. But we all build an identity around, um, you know, what we do and the titles we wear. Like you said, you know, being wife, being mother, you know, whatever it is, Being our position in, our yeah, in the church, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of these things build this identity. And those are good things, and God blesses us in those ways and uses those things in our life. But it's not really who we are. It's not who we are, right. And, and sometimes coming to that place of being completely stripped is when we, when we find out who we are and we find out that in the midst of it, um, God hasn't changed. God is good. His love for us hasn't changed. Right. Absolutely. And it's not about the 